Well, welcome to On The Way. Thank you for tuning in with us. Pastor Kevin is not going to be able to be in the studio for the next month, and so we are going to do something we've never done in the history of On The Way. We're going to take a look back at some of our favorite episodes from the past year, and uh, we hope that they will continue to be a blessing to you as they were to us. So tune in and enjoy this episode. Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. Hello. However and wherever you may be joining us from, we're so glad you're tuned in to today's program. Pastor Jeff, it's hard to believe it's May. Oh, I know. This year has flown by, hasn't it? really wow. has, but I don't know about you. I, yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, the weather's getting a little warmer. Mm. Have you been able to do anything oh, outside? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we did that. A month ago, we we tried to do that before Easter. Remember, don't <laughs> yeah. want to tear up the yard around Easter That's time. That's <laughs> true. That's right. Well, you know, the next big major holiday, Pastor Jeff, it's Cinco de next, Mayo. Uh, well, I, oh, I wasn't sorry. actually thinking of that one, well, but I guess I, it is Cinco de Mayo, and that'll yeah, be in a couple Wednesday. of days. Yeah, yeah. I, I like tacos, you know. So, well, I thought I thought that was Taco Tuesday, Pastor well, Jeff. Well, last year was the the mecca of taco lovers cinco de mayo was on a tuesday so it was it was just taco heaven well i was actually referring to <laughs> next sunday is mother's day oh, right and yeah, we yeah, want to yeah. give a little preview <laughs> we're so excited about next sunday's yes. on the way because for the first time ever we've actually got guests scheduled yes. to be with us oh yeah it's gonna be great you don't want to miss it and Make we have sure two special there. guests two guests not just one we have two and yeah. we're actually having both of our moms join us That's next right. sunday for the broadcast and whether you're listening on the radio, whether you're listening on the podcast, if you're on the podcast, we want to encourage you to rate and review and share our podcast, whether you're listening on your favorite podcasting app, uh, podcasting app or Apple or Spotify. Uh, right. However, we're glad you're tuned in. But Pastor Jeff, we're really not here today to talk about uh, Mother's Day uh, or our Cinco de Mayo. Tacos. <laughs> <our> tacos. <laughs> we, we really wanted to kind of dive in today and uh, one of the things we were talking about was uh, it's really kind of a, a heavy topic. Yeah, see? yeah. You know, but uh, we called this on the way. And, you know, we're all on the way somewhere. And you, we say a lot, you might be on your way to church. You might be on your way to the fridge or you might be on your way to grandma's house. Who knows where you're at? But, you know, there's there's uh, Pastor Kevin, you've been to Lynchburg, haven't you? Many times. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you live down in Fincastle. Right. So how do you go to get to Lynchburg? Well, if I was going to go to Lynchburg, I mean, I'd go down Route 220, and it would hit 460, and I would turn left on 460 and run right into Lynchburg. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if I was going to go to Lynchburg from Covington, I would go a different route. I would go down 64 and go up and over the mountain and end up uh, right there in Lynchburg, you know? Uh, so it kind of made me think as we were kind of talking about this prior to this episode, we were thinking, you know, you hear a lot of times from people that there's many, many ways to get to heaven, right? It doesn't matter which way you're on, as long as, you know, you're a good person or whatever. They have all kinds of stipulations that are going to get you there. But is that true? Let's talk about that a little bit. Is it, is it true that there's multiple ways, just like there's multiple ways to get to Lynchburg? Well, yeah, and unfortunately, even sometimes we hear when someone passes away, someone mm. dies, mm -hmm. uh, people always, their first reaction is, well, 
he's in a better place. Right. Or right. She's uh, more happy now. Or yeah. she's not in pain anymore. Right. You don't ever hear anybody say, well, Uncle Fred's in hell. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah, as I've often said, when's the last time you've been to the funeral? And you heard a preacher at a funeral say, well, you know, we know Bob, he's in hell. Right, <laughs> right, right. And, you know, we should say up front that we're going to be talking about, we're not, we don't mean to be insensitive with this. We realize that, that people have lost loved ones. In fact, you and I both, Pastor Kevin, have lost loved ones that are some in heaven and some in hell, unfortunately. And, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about this as sensitively as we can. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, it does remind me there's a lot of, uh, when we think about this topic, though, uh, before we dive in, you know, it kind of reminds me of an old uh, story somebody said once. I don't know if you've heard it, Pastor Jeff, where um, uh, there was this guy in town and, man, he was a scoundrel. I mean, he was awful. Everybody knew it. He yeah. uh, abused his family. He was a drunk. I mean, he was just a real bad dude. And he passed away. Uh, but his brother uh, was very wealthy. I mean, very, mm. very wealthy. And so before the funeral, he said to the pastor that was going to be conducting the funeral, listen, I will give you $10,000 if you say my brother was a saint. Oh, boy. And, you know, everybody's <laughs> thinking, well, I mean, there's no way the pastor with integrity could do that because everybody knew right. this guy wasn't a saint. Right. And so uh, the funeral came and the pastor, really creative fella, said, uh, you know, old Bob passed away. And then he listed all the bad things he did. He was a mm. scoundrel, abused his family. He was a drunk. He was terrible. But compared to his brother. He was a real saint. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if he got his $10,000 oh, no. or whatever, but... Uh, uh, well, that was a pretty creative way around that problem, wasn't it? <laughs> and some people, unfortunately, try to get creative about what it takes to get to heaven. But really, Jesus answered the question when he said exclusively in John 14, 6, which is the theme verse for our broadcast, That's where true. Jesus yeah. said, I am the way. And really yeah. what that means is there is actually a way. You can know the way. The way is available. He said, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. And no one, no one gets to heaven, comes to the Father except through me. Right. Uh, elsewhere, right. Jesus would say, narrow yeah. is the way. Yeah, I was going to say, that's Matthew chapter 7, uh, an excerpt from the longest sermon that Jesus ever preached, the Sermon on the Mountain, uh, and uh, and he says that narrow is the way and and uh, few and find difficult it. is the road. Yeah, oh boy, isn't that right? True? Yeah. As we go through life, as we're on the way, and again, you might be on the way to work or on the way back from work, and life is hard today. Yeah, yeah it is, and especially as we uh, as loved ones pass or we lose people that are close to us. I think. Um, we want to sometimes deny the reality of what the afterlife, what the Bible says the afterlife is and what the, what it is, is that people are going to live forever. Truly. We say this a lot. You say this a lot. They'll live forever in one of two places. Yeah. Everyone lives forever somewhere. The only question is where that's right. right. And there are only two options, a right. wonderful place called heaven, hmm. a terrible place called hell. And everyone, I've personally never met anyone 
who doesn't want to go to heaven, Pastor Jeff? Have you ever met no. anyone that doesn't want to go to heaven? I have. Actually, I have, have met you? a few folks. Really? That, they yes. just said, no, I'll take the alternative? Exactly. That's exactly. interesting. And, and, and that is it's very sad. Terribly very sad. sad. But I think what we're talking about here is when there is somebody that passes, people say, oh, you know, well, they're in a better place. Maybe, but maybe not. Maybe not, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and as we get into this this episode, we're going to kind of talk about heaven and hell, and 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 maybe we could even uh, kind of see what maybe some other world religions might might think or say about heaven or hell, and maybe we can kind of get to the bottom of why people want to just kind of deny the existence of that afterlife. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so many folks today claim to be into spiritual things Mm -hmm. you know that's that's the term we hear today spirituality i'm i'm spiritual but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're what the bible calls saved right uh you know they they might even be churched yeah (laughs) but maybe they've never actually been changed by the power of the gospel Mm. and so the answer to the question you know are there many ways to get from uh, where we are to, I think you use Lynchburg as an example, right, yeah, and the answer yeah. is yes, there's multiple yeah. roads. But are there many roads to get from where we are to heaven? And the answer is no. There's only one way, and the way is Jesus Christ. And we hope you're on the way to heaven. And if you have questions about that, we'd love to help you out. You can send an email to OTW. OTW for on the way at fincastlebaptist.org. And after the this short break, we'll come back and talk about some of the different ways that various religions think that you have to do to get to heaven. Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands Campus is excited to invite you to join our church family. With programs and events for kids, youth, men, women, and the church in general, you are sure to find some way to be involved and connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups available where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then, at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person Sunday service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for an active time of biblical lessons Kids Church happens at the same time as our church services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fincastle students Ignite is a time of gathering, games, biblical lessons, and discussion. This is an opportunity for students to deepen their faith and experience the freedom that comes with Christ-centered community. There's a lot more happening at our Highlands campus that we have to offer. For information on our church and our programming and events, go to fincastlebaptist.org and click on the Highlands Campus link. Now, let's get back to On the Way with Pastors Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Before the break, Pastor Kevin, we were talking about heaven and hell and and multiple ways, or people think there are multiple ways to get there. And you know, I I got to thinking about... um, that uh, that sticker, that bumper sticker that you see all the time now, <laughs> yes. that that coexist, coexist. sticker, you oh, know, I it's so do not famous. Like that bumper sticker. Oh, me either. You know, and 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 as a society, 
we want uh, in America, we want inclusivity. We want mm. everyone to be included. And so yeah. I think that may be why we, we don't like the idea of Christianity because Christianity is very exclusive. It says there is only one way to heaven. But let's let's kind of dive into a little bit those uh, those major world religions and, and, and there's five of them. So why don't you uh, why don't you explain or at least tell us what the what the five major world religions are? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's some estimates that say that there are more than 1,500 different religions or religious organizations in America alone. Mm, But worldwide, just from a big picture, uh, looking at it, there's some major world religions. Now, each of them have different you know, denominations and differences. Uh, sure. But, you know, we hear a lot today about Islam. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some estimates say there is about uh, between one and a half and two billion people uh, in the world that claim Islam as their religion. In the United States, it's somewhere around seven to 10 million people uh, affiliate with Islam. Obviously, you know, the the founder, the key figure in Islam is Muhammad. Yeah. You, you yeah. hear about that. Uh, there's right. Judaism is the second major world religion. Uh, estimates around 14 to 15 million um, people claim Judaism as their religion. About 6 million in the United States. And those would less. be those that attend like a temple you're Correct. talking about. Okay. Yeah. You know, those that would say, you know, they're Jews. They would go to the temple and uh, a little lesser known ones, but it's still major world religion would be Hinduism. Okay. And uh, when we think of Hinduism, we, we mainly think of, you know, the Far East, mm. uh, you know, in India and places like that. There's about 860 to 900 million uh, people in the world uh, that claim yeah. to be Hindus, about, you know, two to three million in the United States. Uh uh, India is really popular. That's the major religion there. Then there's Buddhism, also you know in the uh, very popular in the Far East. About 400 million people claim to be Buddhist. About two million in the United States. And then obviously the fifth one. So you get Islam, you got Judaism, you got Hinduism, you got Buddhism, and then of course you got Christianity. And, and that's pre- not an inclusive list. I mean, there, as you yeah. said, there's 1,500 or more religious organizations in America alone. Yeah. So obviously, this isn't all inclusive. It's just a, the major ones, right? Just the five kind of big ones that you, yeah. that people think about. And right. and obviously, within Christianity, there's just a multitude of denominations and differences and everything. But I, that might I, be a whole nother podcast. That, that would we be need a to, good idea. Maybe we need to dig into that again. Maybe after Mother's Day, <laughs> maybe Pastor we can do that. Yeah. We could do that one. Uh, yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, you know, and obviously, when it comes to Christianity, you know, the key figure is Jesus. And the, uh, uh, you know, the scripture basis there is the Bible. But I think somebody said once, uh, the biggest difference between Christianity and every other religion on the face of the earth uh, is every other religion can be spelled D-O, what I have to do to Mm. earn God's approval, Mm. what I have to do to go to heaven. And Christianity yeah. can be spelled D O N E. Yeah, it's done. done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so. That's such a great point. 
you know, what do I have to do? And a lot of times we approach Christianity that way, don't mm, we? we do. And we think of, we think, well, I, I have to have Jesus plus whatever, fill in the blank. And, 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 and then I'll have God's favor. But I think the real equation is Jesus plus nothing. This is an exclusive to me. I've heard someone else say this before, but Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Mm, that's and, good. Yeah. And the, the do and done, I think about that passage in the Psalms where it says, God brought me out onto the broad place. You know, it's kind of like God brought us out of off of the balance beam. We're not, we don't have to perform anymore. And, and Romans eight says that the work is done. It's finished. Christ has done it all. And, and I love the fact that you brought that out, that that distinguishes Christianity from other relation, religions, do and done. So, so great. Wow. You know, somebody else said once the biggest difference between Christianity and other uh, religions is the fact that the God we serve is alive. Mm, yeah. You know, most of these other major religions yeah. we went through real quick. Right. They're serving dead gods. And we talked about that around Easter. Yeah. About how that was the resurrection is one of the things that separates Christianity from other religions in the world. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. And uh, again, if you're listening on a podcast, we would encourage you to go back and on your favorite podcasting app and you can find those episodes. And uh, uh, and again, if you're listening on a podcast, we want to encourage you to rate and to share this podcast. Please. It, it'll really mean a lot to us. It helps kind of get the word out and allow other people. But when we think of these different world religions, uh, you know, Pastor Jeff, it, it it's really heartbreaking. We went over those numbers rather quickly, yeah. but to think about, you know, uh, approximately 2 billion people in the world that follow Islam. I think nearly 15 million that follow Judaism, you know, yeah. 800 yeah. to 900 million Hindus, 400 million Buddhists approximately. And, they have very little hope. Right. As right. you mentioned, yeah. they're always striving. They're trying to do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And the, 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 one of the other things that I think of that kind of separates Christianity from other world religions is uh, other world religions say, well, God is out there somewhere. You can find him. He's somewhere. You got to do these things and then you'll find God maybe. But Christianity is the only religion where God comes to us, you know, and that that to me is just so exciting that that we don't have to go and find him. He searches for us. The scriptures tell us that that he seeks us. He pursues us. And that is so there's so much hope in that. So there's a great encouragement for you, the listener today, the fact that God is seeking you no matter where you are and no matter where you're on the way today. Uh, you might be on the way to work. You might be on the way to church. What a great thought, Pastor Jeff, that the God of heaven is seeking us, and he's seeking us because he wants us to know him and have a relationship with him. Right, yeah. I came to seek and to save those that were lost. And who's lost? All of us. Yeah, I All heard recently, you know, maybe what's worse than being lost is being lost and no one searching for you. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, the great news of the gospel is there is someone that is searching for us. But right. I know those of us that know Jesus, we 
have a heart to share our faith with other people. And mm, after we the should, break, anyway. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll talk about how do I do that practically? What are some practical do's and don'ts? What are some ways I can witness to people maybe that hold a different um, religious viewpoint mm, than yeah. I do? Okay. And you might have questions about that. And again, we encourage you to just send us an email at OTW for on the way at FincastleBaptist.org. So after the break, we'll come back and talk about yeah. uh, just some ways to share our faith with those that maybe see things differently than we do. Are you enjoying On The Way? If so, please feel free to share this podcast with others. You can listen to On The Way on all of your favorite podcasting apps. If you are interested in learning more about On The Way or Fincastle Baptist Church, visit our website at www.fincastlebaptist.org. That's www.fincastlebaptist.org. Now, back to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. So glad to have you listening today, whether it's on the radio or listening to this podcast. Pastor Jeff, we've been talking about a pretty serious subject, and the subject has been heaven and how there's a way to heaven, and we talked about the different world religions, and, uh, you know, but but how do I I really kind of share what I believe with someone who Hmm. maybe believes differently than me? That's a really good question, you know, and I think think that is definitely scary— Right. It's scary even to share your faith with maybe even your own family that maybe doesn't necessarily believe a different religion than you. And I think a lot of times, Pastor Kevin, the reason we don't do that is maybe because we don't know what we believe. You know, I've heard a lot of people. I know you have, too. Well, you ask them, well, why do you believe that? Well, uh, everybody always taught me that. I learned that in Sunday school or grandma said it was this way, you know. And we don't know what we believe, and I think we're gonna we're gonna get into Second Peter chapter three passage later on. But but verse fifteen of that chapter it says that we ought to be ready at all times to give an answer for the hope that lies within us. You yeah. know, and, and and actually the first part of that verse is the key. It says, "Set apart Christ Jesus as yeah. Lord." Yes. Yeah. So even before I can be ready to give an answer, as you so wonderfully said. Right. I've got to know what I believe. I've got to know that Jesus is my Lord, mm-hmm. that he is the CEO of my life. Yeah. He is the boss. <laughs> uh, right. you know, so once I set apart Christ as Lord, mm. then I've got to be ready. But then there's that last part oh, that yeah. we often skip yeah, over. Yeah. But yeah. do this with gentleness and respect. Gentleness and respect. Yeah, and we miss that a lot of times, don't we? We want to we want to go beat people over the head with our big family Bible, you know, that we got off our coffee table that we haven't cracked open maybe <laughs> in a year or so. But uh, that's not the way God wants us to share our faith. That's not the way Jesus did it. And, you know, Jesus has a great example of how to share his faith. And, and, and obviously he is the founder of our faith. It mm. says in Hebrews that he is the author of our faith. And, but uh, as you look in John chapter 4 and in his interaction with the Samaritan woman at the well, the, a rejected outcast of society, someone that was hated, the least of the people of that day, 
And Jesus' interactions with them can teach us a lot about how to share our faith with people that we encounter. Yeah, the first thing is we think of that story. What he did is he just tried to cultivate a friendship. Uh, he just right. tried to yeah. strike up a conversation. Maybe part of the reason why we never share our faith is because we never actually share our mm. faith. We, yeah. we never actually open our <laughs> mouth and share our faith. We, we, right. we think, well, maybe my lifestyle will be my witness. Mm. And, and it should be. But yet the Bible kind of speaks about the importance of witnessing not only with my lifestyle, but with my words. Mm, yeah, and I think I think Jonathan Edwards said something like that, didn't he? Preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, exactly. So, I mean, I think Jesus did that, and then he used a common interest they had. He was, he he was, was thirsty. thirsty. Yeah. Yeah, needed water. water. Yeah. Something everybody can relate to. Right. You know, water. We've all been thirsty, We've all, you know, mm. had times in our life where, man, I'm just thirsty. Maybe working out, yeah. uh, cutting the grass out in a hot summer oh, day, man. or you know, at the beach, and uh, you know, wherever. So we can nothing tastes so good as that that cold water, you know, that you get right after you're so hot and sweaty, and and you just get that first drink of water. And I think that's exactly what Jesus was telling that woman at the well. You know, something else that I noticed in that story is that Jesus doesn't come in to the woman at the well and say, you're a terrible rotten sinner. Right. He doesn't condemn her. He doesn't condemn her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think criticizing people and being negative, and as you said Mm. earlier, beating people over the head with the gospel, (laughs) I mean, that's not an effective way. We don't see that modeled in scripture. Mm -mm. We, We don't see Jesus ridiculing them. Uh, you know, he wasn't negative. He he tried to, he spoke the truth, but he did it in love. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and he made sure that their conversation didn't get sidetracked. Mm. He made sure that his conversation was about salvation. Yeah, because she at one point in the story in John 4 tried to bring up a religious dispute. She right. said, you know, well, us Samaritans think we should worship here and you yeah. Jews think you should worship over there. And she tried to side, mm-hmm. and boy, don't a lot of people do that today. Oh, they'll, they'll say thing, well, you know, if God is so good, why do bad things happen right. to good people? Right, you that's know? a whole nother, whole right. nother episode. <laughs> I mean, they'll always try to sidetrack the issue. Yeah. And I think yeah. what we can learn from this story is the fact that we just have to stay faithful to the gospel. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and stay focused on that relationship with her. You know, Jesus stayed focused on her. Even when the disciples came up and said, oh, what are you doing? You shouldn't be talking to her. He was like, no, no, stop. I'm, I'm dealing with her because I have to, as I've got to do what the, God, the Father is asking me to do. And, and he didn't get frustrated with her. He stayed patient. He was very patient with her. And so when I think about how to maybe share my faith with someone who is different, you know, just some practical ideas there. But I think the, the main thing is, actually share your faith. And what does that mean? That means just kind of talking about what my life was like before Jesus, Mm. how I came to know Jesus, how Jesus helps me today, and how they can know Jesus. That's basically what it means to share my faith. Right. And I tell people all the time that that come to me and say, well, Pastor Jeff, how do I share my faith? I'm so scared. What if they ask me a question I don't know the answer to? And I tell them this, I say, just take it back 
to what God has done for you because you're an expert mm, in that. That's good. You can speak authoritatively about what Jesus Christ has done for you personally. And if you take it back to that, they can't question that. And I think, as we said earlier, uh, again, just to kind of wrap up there, it, it starts with us personally setting apart Christ Jesus as Lord. Right. And then once we've done that, we need to be prepared. Mm. And then thirdly, we got to make sure that we do it with gentleness and respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there's right. a lot of people that miss one of those steps. Right, right. And they, and to be honest, the world, the unsaved person kind of expects us to come at them with uh, hellfire and brimstone, you know. But I think you can, you can win people by a softer word. Yeah, and I think the key is ultimately we have to understand that it's not our job to win anybody That's to right. Jesus. That's, That's right. the Holy Spirit's job. Right. Our job, our responsibility is simply to be faithful in sharing what Jesus has done in our life. That's right. That's right. Well, very quickly, I mean, let's just list right down through these. Give us some practical ways, some practical things that we should do and things that we shouldn't do. Let's just list them off real quick. Uh, well, we shouldn't criticize because, you know, that's not going to be effective. We, right. we we shouldn't ridicule them for their beliefs, no matter how out there they may seem. Mm, yeah. uh, it doesn't help to be negative. It's, don't be negative. So don't criticize. Don't ridicule. Don't be negative. But, but do love again yeah, speak yeah. the truth but, but in do love. it in love right right um I, I think it's really always powerful if you can ask if you can pray for them right by name yes try yes. to see the best in them uh, try to put yourself in their place yeah and then lastly i think and this is probably the most important one be prepared You've been listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email them at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On The Way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash otw or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to us while you are on the way.